0: the atlanta motor speedway media center edition of the driver's meeting podcast including the background noise is brought to you by diamond gusset jeans everybody loves an underdog that's why diamond gusset decided to sponsor one new styles new fits and the same dedication to american-made quality diamond gusset jeans get yourself a pair gusset.com today Zach Garrett-Smithley going to be on the podcast today. We're going to be talking all things Spire Motorsports, making their first official start here at Atlanta Motor Speedway, and all about Garrett's career over there at JD Motorsports. Is he going to be the next one in line? Let's do it.
1: to get the the levels all set for you levels
0: yeah we're dealing with we're dealing with levels do you yeah. have like a
1: podcast voice
0: no you it's just, no it's him <laughs> it's just me
1: this is it are you good in the headphones
0: Can, like do you want do you want me to go okay. a little deeper for the podcast <laughs> no i'm not doing
1: that get a little bob ross <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> all right uh, hey, friends. just bring the the boom a little bit closer to you
0: how's that and, and trust me you do not have to speak up okay like, it's going to be loud and clear Just talk talk normal. Just talk normal. Yeah. Sweet. Sitting here with Garrett Smithley in the Atlanta Motor Speedway Media Center. Garrett, thank you for taking a little time with us this
2: morning. Yeah, absolutely. I had a uh, super long drive from the overflow lot over there. You're from here.
0: You're from Georgia. This is home race for you. Yeah,
2: home race. Uh, I raced my very first laps in a race car right here on the quarter mile. In a Bandolero and a Legend car a couple of years later, so I think it's uh, nine years to to the month that I ran my very last Bandolero race.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you go over there to the Bandolero building in here um, just to
2: get some memories? Funny enough, that's where we're parked in right. the uh, in the RV. So um, luckily, I have some good friends that let me borrow their RV every once in a while. So now um, yeah, it's it's cool. It's a it's a cool homecoming, especially this weekend run running, running cup. It's uh it's super cool to, to be here and do that.
0: I want to talk about that a little bit more, uh, but first, I got to mention something very strange. So, my car owner, BJ McLeod, is your teammate at JD Motorsports, yeah. and this is one of the weirder dynamics I've ever raced in. Ever.
1: He's got the hookup,
2: he he's, does he, have he's got the, hookup. the team. He gets to race uh, on Saturdays and he gets to race on Sundays. Yeah, the he's it's racing
1: all pretty three this he's weekend. racing all three is he i've
0: yeah, never he's even heard truck. of the 80, 80 truck, truck until until this weekend
2: oh it's uh wallace isn't it yeah yeah that's yeah me. i used to race with jacob wallace well this his, uh his son i feel like i'm out of the joke like i'm out of the loop big time here
1: 950 miles if he doesn't go any laps down
2: that's pretty good i I'm, I'm running a legends race on saturday does that count it d- well yeah that's I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah. double header well no you triple, <laughs> tonight, <laughs> tripleheader for triple you. header for you Triple header for it tonight tonight yeah after the after the truck race
0: Wow, you going to win that? I mean, I, that's like win or leave, right? I mean, that's, that's checkers <laughs> or wreckers.
2: I'll tell you what. I ran last year for Thursday Thunder, which is the series that I kind of started in. Those guys are tough. <laughs> I was more nervous that weekend in practice than any other Xfinity practice that whole year.
0: Is it like there's a lot of pressure all of a sudden? Because yeah. now you're
2: the Xfinity guy down here. Yeah. It's like, well, if this guy well, did not win. This guy sucks. At that point, I had already made like two or three cup starts. Right. So, Force they introduced me. Garrett Smithley, uh, full-time Xfinity, t- time driver, part-time <laughs> cup driver, and I'm just like, I'm just a scrub out here because all these guys know what they're doing in these legend cars. It's
0: weird. You know, we talked to Austin Terrier last week. He said something interesting and I think that kind of bleeds into what you're saying where he made his first Xfinity start with Junior Motorsports. Yeah. And it was almost like when you show up, if you do anything other than finish basically top five, then really the problem's you. Yeah. And we're kind of used to running mid-pack in and Xfinity, and I'm not saying that is like knocking us. It's just that's what we are. We're on smaller teams, and all of a sudden you go down there, it doesn't matter. You're the NASCAR guy. You got the yeah. target on your back. Yeah, that's exactly
2: right. I honestly I don't, I don't know what the competition's going to be like. Um, I, if I get a top five, it's going to be a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how many cars are there. I mean, it's weird to think that, but you got to think like these guys are running this track, like. I'm not gonna say weekly, but like, they're doing it constantly. Right. We're at a different track every every week, which, to me, I feel like that's why NASCAR drivers are, are so talented, because you know it's multifaceted, right? Like you can go and run a late model at Hickory Motor Speedway, and go be track champion. That's fine, but then when you go to Caraway, when you go to Orange County, how are you gonna do?
0: Right. Right. That's just, and we we have to be more adaptable,
2: and it's, and look.
0: I'm going to pat the small team guys on the back here. A lot of the times you're chasing changing conditions. Like, all right, well, you're on old tires and we only got five laps. Sure. Figure it out. And then you're going to fire it off here in qualifying and pick up like three seconds. Well, that's, <laughs> so. that's what
2: not a lot of people talk about even practice. Right. And I'm sure you guys were on the same program yesterday, oh, yeah. Bring From Homes. Oh, yeah. Our, I think our right side tires were like two years old. No, I had just pure
0: you, 30 lap scuffs.
1: Did you oh. even go practice? I wish I had Bring From Homes.
2: No.
0: I, I, you know how fast I ran in first practice? I made a bet with my teammates, Vinny and Matt. I said, I guarantee you I'm going to go slower than you out here because BJ was worried because NASCAR has a rule that you have to make a lap in practice to be able to compete in the race. So there was threat of rain for second practice. BJ was getting a little nervous, and he said, I don't care. I want you to go out there and make a lap. And really, we only bought one set of tires, right, the stickers. So I said, well, I'm not hurting these. These are my qualifying tires. I'm not hurting these. I ran a 39-second lap. I ran 140 miles an hour around this place. I was 40 miles an hour off the pole right there. And I won the bet, though. I'll take I'll, I'll take that, that five bucks because I was the <laughs> slowest one. They just couldn't help themselves. Right, but yeah, same thing where you're sitting there like, eh, I ran a 34 second lap yesterday, but it was on 30 lap tires. And I don't know if that's good or bad. Yep. So you just yep. don't really know until you fire it off and qualify. Until
2: you fire it off and qualify and until you fire it off in the race, you just, you just don't know, especially at a, a place like this. Right. There's so many different, you know, when you look at the practice sheets, it, it doesn't tell you any story because nope. you got half the guys you know, stickered up and, and did qualifying and things like that, and half the guys are either on scuffs or on bring from homes or maybe they did a mock run, you know, later. So, you know, for me, I don't really pay any attention. I don't put any weight in practice sheets. I mean, a little bit just to it's kind just of see. just a pride thing, really. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, in the past I've gotten so uh, – butt hurt, so to speak. We can say this on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Right? <laughs> no, this is hurt. an unfiltered <laughs> podcast. Uh, just because of the practice deal, but, but then, you know, you look at the full picture once you get in the race, I always race better personally. I'm not... I think I do too. I'm not like a, a Ross Chastain, like put down the lap and do your thing.
0: BJ's like, good at putting one down too. Yeah, yeah. I know. he BJ's. embarrasses
2: me on the regular with that. I think he was uh, a couple tenths better than me in, in the practice yesterday. Yeah. But I just... I've just never, never been that, that guy. When when I need to, you know, get up and, and get out there and, and you know Hey, get, put it in a the couple, show. Right. Then I can do that. But if there's nothing on the line, I'm gonna make sure my car's driving good and that's I've just never been a good qualifier, I've never been a good hot lapper.
0: Yeah, it's something I've struggled with too, just getting up to speed on a one lap a little bit better. But around here I mean, mainly you're looking for balance. Yeah. Like, is this thing driving okay? Yeah. Can I drive this thing for 45
2: laps yeah. straight and keep it under me? And honestly, that's at this place, and, and that's one thing that, like, TV and fans and, you know, even people that are in the industry don't understand at this place in specific is, like, sometimes you go off in the corner and, and you don't know. It's like this, this place is so bumpy. It's so old. It's so worn out. Especially after 30 laps, it's like, am I even handling right? Right. Or like, am I just being a scrub? You know? Right. <laughs> Who knows? No, it was the same way with me. They
0: told me the lap time, and I was like, man, do I need to completely change what I'm doing? I mean, you know, I'm sure you're the same way I am. Uh, studying the film and watching the previous races, just seeing where everybody's yeah. making up time. And I go, okay, well, I'm coming here. And I'm gonna lift early. All right. Well, I did that. I lifted the two or the three going into the corner, and they're like, yeah, that was a 34.80. And I was like, and four, hey, good group. we got to run faster than that. So yep. then all of a sudden I drive it in past the one and I gain seven tenths. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's better. And I was like, I don't feel like I should be doing this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think this is going to help me in the long run. Yeah. No, that's. I think that's one thing that I struggled with. Here in particular last year, I've, this is my – this will be my fourth Xfinity race. I ran two truck races. I, actually, my very first start in NASCAR was here in the Midler Brothers truck. And – I never really had any issues with tire wear, as far as like fall off. I, I always felt like I had the car under me. For some reason, last year our setup just didn't lend to what what I was doing, and I feel like I didn't do a good job saving tires, even though I felt like I was. Maybe I wasn't. I know we yeah. we had some good battles. Yeah, we did last year. You guys,
1: you we guys did. battled all year. We had a lot really of battles really
2: over did. the course of the year. This I, is good. I need to cash in on on, oh, yeah. on dinner.
0: See, At I knew he point. would bring this up. Is that I told what the bet this. was? This is what I told you. I told you he would bring this up. Yeah, so we had a bet. Garrett and I had a bet last year. Uh, we did the West Coast swing. It was announced that I was going to run all three races for BJ out there on the West Coast. And so Garrett and I publicly said whoever had the I think, best. I think
2: some fan tweeted it or yeah, something. Yeah, they, they
0: said you ought to put a bet. Whoever has the best average finish should buy each other dinner, which I was like all for. And yep. saying, you beat ballet. Like, it was like one spot. It was,
2: it was like seriously. It like was
0: one, one or spot. two spots. Uh, it really came down to California. It came down to the last race, which yeah. you and I were like neck and neck we in were. California.
2: We were. And I'm in that car, and of course, you know, there's a lot going on. You're going like almost 200 miles an hour down in the, the, the turn one. You can see the big board, and you're running inches off the wall. The and big I'll, board
0: he's talking about, by the way, literally says your miles per hour at California. So if you're being a wimp, you know it, and everybody in the everybody entire grandstands and pit road, it's, everybody it's, sees it.
2: It's pointed towards pit road. Yeah. So, like, our crew chiefs can, like, look up and see, oh, well, he's four miles an hour and off.
1: It does it for every car. Every yeah. car, yeah. yeah. It tracks if, you the whole way if, down the front stretch as long as there's enough gap. Yeah. If you're in a pack, like, it's difficult
2: to see. I mean, everybody's kind of running the same speed, but, like, if you're, like, qualifying... Like you, you know if you're gonna get a good, good run for qualifying. If you get, if you get a good run off of four, and you see your time, and it's like 100, I don't know, 193 yeah, 190 100 yeah. or whatever. whatever. Huh. Uh, yeah, so it's crazy. So I, and, here's, and, the been other, been and the other, the other
0: thing is, it basically sh- it cuts it off when you lift to slow down. Is when it stops. Mm. So like.
1: So you know how. Far yeah, these you know guys how far the guy drives it in, in yep. there.
2: So if you're being a wimp, everybody knows it. Yeah. So with all that said, and with all that going on, I was still just sitting there digging my number nothing, thinking, man, like, I got to get that dinner. I got to get that dinner. What's
0: dumb is I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> like, we're down, we're down to the end of the race. And, and you and guys we, are racing for, like, 20, oh, racing. It, like it was 21st, yeah, 22nd. 20? We were, yeah. were up there kind of the, close to the time 20. I think BJ got a lap ahead of him. He got the yeah. lucky dog or something like that. So you and I were on the same lap. And I think it was maybe 10 or 15 or 20 to go or something. And I was like, man, we got to get some tires. Yep. It's like I got to beat Garrett right yep. now. This is what I care about.
2: That's and it's funny. Like this is what race car drivers really think about when they're when they're going 190 miles an hour. It's like
0: yeah, I need a twenty five hundred dollars <laughs> set of tires to get this fifty dollar dinner, that I'm going to get out of Garrett right now. <laughs> All right, we need to talk about Spire. Yeah. I want to talk about Spire. So Spire has been your management company for a while now. Yeah. They've been working with you for forever, but yeah. they made a lot of headlines this off season. And what I can just go ahead and say publicly is one of the weirdest stories that has hit NASCAR in a really long time. You have a a management company that winds up buying a charter. They didn't really have any... Nobody knew anything about the equipment they had, nothing. It was just Spire bought a charter. They're going to run the 77. No announcement on drivers, nothing. And then that turned into a partnership with the McMurray deal at Daytona. So throw that out of there. That was completely separate. This is really the first race for Spire Motorsports... And you're driving the car. Yeah. Have you got a lot of weird questions about that, or just people bringing it up?
2: Surprisingly, no. I've seen a lot of lot of things on Twitter. Um, I, I think uh, I think it's been a learning process for everybody involved. It's it's different, but um, you know, really could could show the direction of of the sport because. I mean, you know, you buy things to make profit, right? I mean, that's, you know... That's, that's any business. It's any business, and, you know, Spire is a business. So, obviously, they feel like, you know, picking up that charter is going to, you know, help them help them in the long run. So, um, I think it's it's a learning process for everybody, and, and it's uh, it's been interesting. Surprisingly, I haven't had a lot of questions about it, um, luckily for me, because, you know, I, I'm not trying to get in trouble. But, uh, no, they called me uh, Monday of this week... Um, we've been talking about it, you know, obviously seeing so that, that. that's
0: something they brought up as soon as they acquired it. I'm sure the first people they turned to were the drivers they had in-house. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. and they, you know, they said, hey, what, you know, we're, this is this is what we're doing. Um, you know, what do you think about it? You know, what, uh, uh, you know, do you think you got some sponsors for it? You know, it's, you know, right. the, 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 the normal conversations. And uh, they, they announced Quinn is going to be in, I think, for like 15 races or something like that. Okay. Um, Quinn, Quinn Hoff. He, right. He that's, ran right. For JD that's right. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so he's going to take, um, you know, take those races. But uh, uh, we've been talking about it really all off season. And they called me Monday afternoon. Uh, my my seat was, was where it needed to be. And, uh, and they said, hey, um, can, can you drive this thing? Can you get your cup license? And. And uh, and do all the things that you need to do, and I said absolutely. And uh, f- luckily for me, it's here at, at Atlanta, my home track, and uh, that's that's kind of puts a, a whole different perspective on it, and it makes it all that more special to, to run a cup race here. But so
1: you probably got your whole posse coming to watch that on Sunday. Um. Yeah. Yes and no. Um, what? It's what? You're running three races including the legends car this weekend triple header
2: i am but you know a, a lot of my friends that that i knew from here are, are elsewhere are different oh, places okay. um i was in I'm, I'm not shy about saying i was in the theater program when i was growing up and uh, all through high school so it
0: explains a lot i got some <laughs> people say You're right it, people explains, say. it explains a
2: lot <laughs> As somebody that has hung out with you multiple times it explains a lot um, no I got friends out in, in LA and I got friends in New York and you know I got friends in Boston and I got friends all over the place doing doing all these different things so um, I't don't, I don't necessarily have a like of posse here um, but I do know that I, I did receive plenty of text messages and, and, uh, and Facebook messages and, and, and things like that that you know people are going to be up in the stands and uh, my mom's here. Dad's dad's out. Uh, he's actually in Chile fighting fires, oh, so wow. he's uh, he's doing that. Um, he hates hates that he couldn't be here, but oh, yeah, um, uh, but you know we've got we've got some family friends that are coming in, and um, it it does make it special to be here. And, and I've been in that tunnel hundreds and hundreds of times, both. In the you know, bandoliers and legend cars, in the petty experience, you talked about running your your 40 39 second lap. <laughs> right. Our, our ride cars, I think, did uh, the 39.50s. Oh baby, yeah, I was cars, right on it.
0: So <laughs> I was right on it. You would have been career for you, Tommy. Yeah, know, you would have been right there. If the
2: dots were out there,
0: I could have just followed those. Because we we
2: would get in trouble if we went faster than that. <laughs> right. Doing rides, right. We had to keep it. I know you, you buck 40. Did, yeah, you did some driving instructing. I did stuff. Or do you still do
1: that? Still do it. Still days? do it. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's, Still, the kind of in between, whenever I can.
2: Is that like the exotic
0: stuff? It's no, it's Corvettes. It's okay. Ron Fellows' uh, oh, right. place right. out there. Right. Yeah, So Corvette uh, driving, not really driving experience. It's driving school. We have them out there for a few days. Uh, I know the Richard Petty thing is almost like an experience, where it's like, all right, you're here for a couple hours, and let's get you through and get you on track. And, and I know they do different stages of that. But
2: my rookie season, I think um, Priest and uh, and Ross did that. Right. When he was running for when they were running for JD Motorsports, yeah. I think Johnny sent them out there and made sure that they they were good. You had the
1: the Hendrick guys out there. Yeah, last out there year. at Ron
0: Fellows' place last year. Yeah, I can I can honestly say that I was faster than Chase Elliott, <laughs> Jimmy Johnson, uh, Alex Bowman, and William Byron in the same car. On a track. Now look, I had been working hey, there for four years. That
2: goes back to what I was saying. Four years. When I had four
0: years of lead up, let, and they were like a second. Let that on the record. Yeah, four, four years. years of practice here, and I was about a second, second and a half faster than them. So it's not like they were just way off. Hey, here. but you can still say that. Yeah, I can't say that. I can say I led them around and coached them while I did it. Just so that was like pretty when fun.
2: I get my butt whooped later today after the truck race. Right. They're gonna say, Oh, I beat Garrett Smith.
0: But I want to go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. I will beat a NASCAR driver. Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter who at that point. All right. So, look, yeah. I want to go back to this to yeah. the cup to the cup thing yeah you made your first which by the way you said something earlier that really proves the spontaneity of this cup start for you you said you had to get your cup license
1: mm-hmm. yeah they called you on monday
0: they called you on monday that means you did have to turn around and like buy a cup license which, which, that
2: that wasn't that wasn't fun that no it's not I'll, that's I'll, a big chunk i'll <laughs> go on record and saying that i was gonna get it in daytona and i i couldn't Right. I, I I basically had to find a sponsor to go pay for it. Right. Because I, I, I couldn't afford it.
0: BJ <laughs> makes the joke every year. He said the reason he gets so many opportunities in the top three series is because he's the only one that wants to buy a $12,000 license.
1: Is that how much it is?
0: It's, that's for a gold license or the premium one, and that's for, like, all three series. More? And, I'm, look, I'm not, like, blowing anything out of the water here. It's like, I get it. Like, the entry fee to a cup race is a lot of money. To get a cup license ought to be a lot of money. I'm fine with it. I get it. But it's like... If you're going to run multiple series, they kind of charge you a premium for that. And yeah. B.J. just, like, throws that out there at the beginning of the year every year. So I get it. All right, so back to this, though. Yep. So you, this was completely a spontaneous thing. But you actually made your first cup start last year, and it was in Michigan.
2: Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, not a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> 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 no, there was, um, there was this big buildup of first first cup start. And I
0: remember how excited you were, too. It's... Because uh, let me let me set this up. First yeah. of all, we were running the Aero package at Michigan, right? In the Xfinity car. so we were doing like a buck sixty-five around there the whole way, wide open. Don't even think about it. And then Garrett's gonna get in a Cup car doing literally two ten, yeah, going in there. And I was like, boy, you were gonna be S- a going to be, be, be a hero. Yeah. I was like, you were gonna be a hero tomorrow yeah. in this race. You were gonna have no fear at all. Yeah,
2: and 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 I was until we went down a cylinder. <laughs> I mean, I was I was, you know, pitching that thing sideways and doing things and. And I was like, man, like, this is easy. Right. After going, I think uh, on the data, we got to go look at the data, and it was like 214 was my top speed. Oh, good, great. And I still, like, I still look at that, and, like, obviously, with all the changes in the cup, you know, you're not gonna see that um, unless something else changes, but uh, I'm really glad that I got to do that. Oh, yeah. In that era, and and especially at that track. Right. To say that I went 214 miles an hour on the ground in in a race car, it's pretty sick. It's crazy. Um, going back to it, though, um, obviously, as a kid, starting, you know, even before I even thought about racing, I, I, I wanted to do it, right? I mean, I, I look back at, like, different papers that I wrote for school, and it was always, like, I wanted to be an Asker driver. I wanted to do this. And, and of course, that's the pinnacle, right? It's, it's the Cup Series, the highest stock car series in the world. Um, so so to get the opportunity to do that, to find a sponsor to, to help me out and do that was... Super cool. Of course, there's all this buildup. Uh, I think NBC, SN on uh, on NASCAR America did a little like thing, like a little blurb about me doing it. Well, you've
0: it. been around enough that there was some legitimacy to this. It's like, okay, Garrett's stepping up, and yeah. even if it's just going to be yeah. a couple of races, it was. I mean, you,
2: you had you had the credibility yeah. to back this up. I, I had uh, two. I think at that point, you know, two and a half seasons right. under my belt. Right. And um, you know, we we had the laps and. Nobody ever came to me and said, you're not ready to do this. It was always like, you deserve this opportunity. So, of course, all the build-up, And then the day of was just incredible, leading up to, um, and they, they told me this, that it would be like this, but like going to the driver's meeting, it's just like you're just in, like, a daze because you just can't believe you're doing it. Like they
1: had the red carpet rolled out and yeah. all that good stuff. They had the red carpet. Um, well, it's just all the, the people, too, on Sunday. Look,
0: I'm not saying we don't get good crowds in Xfinity. We do. I was going to say that. But the crowd that. for Cup is
2: Insane. probably three times, four times as many people. And, and Xfinity, you know, especially at, at, at big tracks, we still get a, a, a decent yeah, crowd. Yeah, we get a
0: good crowd but for a Saturday race.
2: Just something as simple as walking to the driver's meeting. It's just people shouting your name and, like, you know, oh, we need autographs, we need this and that. I'm not even in my fire suit, and, and you know, people are, are yelling my name, and especially with it being, I think part of it was it was my first one, so everybody need, wanted that that hero card. But
0: all of a sudden, this goes back to where in the Xfinity, you know, we're, we're another one of the guys, yeah. but in Cup, you were the
1: star attraction.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're, I mean, we're not uh, we're not the support series anymore. No. This is uh, this is this is legit.
1: Cause I I've seen you hanging around the track on Sundays before, like you know not driving, um, but putting on the fire suit and walking out for driver intros just yeah. had to be another world. So
2: I was gonna say, so drivers meeting that was that was the first thing, and then just kind of the whole lead up to it. You know, you're just kind of getting in the zone and getting yourself. You know, more more mentally prepared than physically. I mean, you know, you, you do all the hydration things like you're supposed to do, especially after an Xfinity race. I'm not used to doing the double, um, so that you know that's one thing. But then getting mentally prepared to do this, and then the driver intros, like you said, you know, getting getting introduced, and then just seeing this sea of people, and you know, there's like a catwalk that you walk out and you high five everybody, and it's just it's insane all these people that are there. And then, standing on the grid, it was a little bit weird because there, there was a rain delay and it was raining when they did do the, the National Anthem and all that. But still, just standing on the grid and looking down at, at, at my cup car that has my my last name on it, and I'm just like, what 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 am I doing here? Which is like, a pretty good-looking car, too, by the way. It was. It was. It was. Um, I, I just, it was that, like, disbelief. Like, how did I get here? This is my goal and I did it. I don't understand what happened so all of the good things happened and then I strap in and I do my you know this is a dream come true on the radio you know thank you guys for the opportunity it's great victory lane oil like the whole thing and um and I'm sitting there you know warming my tires and and I I feel something weird in the shifter and I'm like that's weird, but I didn't really think anything of it because the shifter in the Xfinity car was so different. So maybe I was just being ultra sensitive, right? So I was like, "All right, whatever." So we get we get going. Um, Bob Jeffrey, who has been spotting for me for since 2016 in the Xfinity series, Freddie Kraft does does my stuff now in the Xfinity series. But me and Bob have a, a long history, so it was cool to have him up on the box. So I get going. He's like, "All right, pull your belts tight. You know, this is this is the biggest start of your career. This is awesome. Whatever." Da, da, da. And uh, we get going. So he's,
0: he's working like the hype man. Yeah, dude. oh,
2: yeah. Awesome start. We get going. Didn't spin the tires. I was like, holy smokes, these guys are getting it. All right, cool, let's go. All right, I go to shift in the third, missed the shift. And I'm like, I just missed the first shift on my first <laughs> cup start. And so it wouldn't go in. It wouldn't go in. And I finally got it in. I was like, all right, cool. Um, whatever. We were starting in the back anyway, so it's not a big deal. So then I go to down to, to shift to fourth. And the whole shifter just drops down in the transmission. And I, and I, I mean, it's just like hanging. there. I just have the shifter in my hand just like <laughs> flailing around. And uh, I get halfway through turn one, coasting, and Bob says, what's wrong, what's wrong? I said, shifter broke, shifter broke. So I coast on in, luckily made it all the way around, made it to the, to the, the um, pit, pit stall. And they they lean in and they're unbuckling the boot and everything. And all right, we got to take it to the garage. And I was like, unbelievable, first cup start. Long story short, something broke. Uh, it was like the plates where the shifter attaches to the top of the transmission. Those plates just sheared off. The weld sheared off. Okay, I don't know how. We didn't have any backups. It just that was it. So that was so the. You extent were of my done. Cup start. I you're was done, done literally the first like first, cor- first, first straight shift. away. The first 500 yards of my cup start.
0: <laughs> is so. that is that the most disappointing you've ever been?
2: Yes. Like absolutely. I mean cuz in
0: the moment you're just thinking I got to we got to get it back, we got to get it fixed. Exactly. But then, once you're done and it's when, like the day when driving they back, when
2: they when they told me, when they said we can't do it. Right. Then that's when everything sinks in. Right. So the first place that my mind goes is to the sponsor. Of course. Of course, you know, they they paid all this money yeah. to go cup racing. And, you know, first first time with them. and um, Don't even make it a lap. Don't even make it a lap. And it's like, okay, well, we just lost that sponsor.
0: Yeah. I've been there on a the DNQ with the sponsor before. Yeah. By yeah. the way, it was Diamond Gus sitting their back, so you can't can't give up on it. Yeah. Just well, like
1: their, the quality of their jeans. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug. That's right. Hey, that's love fine. We're gonna work I it love in. it. I love it.
2: I love it. Um, no, it, it was it was super disappointing, but um, once I realized that everybody was going to be okay and the sponsor was going to be okay and they were going to come back and everything was going to be fine, um, you know, that's when that's when I was like, you know what, you know, we got to make the best of it, and that's that's kind of what I've had to do with my career. I tell everybody, for that first 200 yards, I got a heck of a start, and I was just as fast <laughs> as Jimmy Johnson.
1: Like those, I, kept, those, I kept over everybody for 200 For those 200 yards.
0: 200
2: yards, I was right there with the pack.
0: So I know you did a makeup race with StarCom. Yep. Kentucky. Last year, Kentucky. Do you consider this to be like the redemption race for you? Like, are you looking forward to this, like, new opportunity? Yeah. This is Cup. I'm I, at my home track.
2: I felt this like that. It. I felt like that the second Michigan race, more so than anything. Right. Because we did have that, that third race with Victory Lane third cup race for me um in my opinion my my second cup race because we you know we didn't get any laps the first time so i felt like that first michigan race with Premier motorsports was 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 my redemption and you know when we did well there um i think i was only two tenths off of uh reed sorensen who was driving ross's car because ross was over in uh, mid-ohio Um, Because I was a rookie, they they wouldn't allow me to miss any practice, so I had to do practice. That whole weekend was crazy, by the way. I bet. Doing the double. I bet. Mid-Ohio is only about two and a half hours from Michigan. This is you living that
0: rock star life again, man.
2: Yeah. Well, it's funny because that rock star life was was me and Ross. I I rode with Ross and his camper on the way back from (laughs) Mid-Ohio, and we stopped, I think we stopped at at Wendy's the night before the cup race, and then the, the deal lot was all closed up, so we couldn't get in. So we literally parked on the Perfect. back stretch of Michigan, International Speedway, and just camped there for the night. Hell that's, yeah! That's actually pretty awesome, though. Yeah, I, I snapped a picture. I don't know if I ever posted. I think I posted on Reddit or something like that's that. That's one of those to save, yeah. It's just like, it's like we're running Cup tomorrow, and we're parked. We're camped. You know, we just in flew in stretch. here 11 o'clock at night. Um, I think it stormed that night. The tornado sirens went off, so that was interesting. But <clears throat> excuse me, but it, it was. You know, it, it, those stories. You know, you really think about. But uh, I think it is a, a, a new opportunity this year. Um, new team with spire Motorsports. I, I don't think anybody knows what you know what the direction you know what Cup racing is going to look like this year. And and I think. Um, I think it's a it's an incredible opportunity for me and I'm I'm really excited for yeah, it. Yeah, you mentioned it. something there that I didn't even think about.
0: This is really the first race with that package that everybody's talking about and yeah. you're gonna be part of that. That's really
2: neat. Yeah, it's it's super cool. Super cool to see all of the the conversations with all the guys, especially after qualifying. And I I'll I'll say this about cup racing. I still don't have it in my mind that I went out and did those things. Because I you know, after that last Michigan race you know, I watch cup racing pretty much every week to to study and to learn and, and just because I love it. I'm still a fan. I feel like we're all still fans yeah, even though we work it because we yeah. love it. Um, I still can't get it in my brain that I've raced with those guys, and that's that's just super cool. And and, and I feel like if I still have if I have that mentality for for a long time, then it's going to make me work work harder and harder every week.
0: I got one more thing to bring up before yeah. we get out of here because you and I got to qualify in like 45 minutes. Yeah. But you're part of a really tight fraternity here at JD Motorsports. Uh, Those red cars have produced kind of the leading guys of when you think about kind of underdog drivers making it to cup now over the last few years. Landon was probably the first one that I remember off the top of my head. I'm sure there were others. But Landon, and then you have Ryan Priest getting his opportunities. And then you see Ross and how big he's been. Now in the last year and a half, he's really starting to get a lot more credit. Obviously, the opportunity he had with Ganassi helped with that, but right. he's been kicking ass for a long time. Yeah. But you've been a part of this team now for this is your fourth, fourth year. Fourth year. Yeah. Are you the next guy? Do you feel the pressure to be kind of the next guy?
2: I don't necessarily feel the pressure, but I feel like that it's my turn. Um, you know, I've kind of paid my dues and I've done the things, and you know, we we haven't we haven't brought the sponsorship that that. That we should have um, to, to perform like we want to and to show what we have, but at the same time, you know we've done some really really big things with JD. We've uh, you know. 2017 Ross finished fourth we finished 10th at Iowa I think you were right behind me I think you finished 11th yeah 11. thanks for bringing, that up. Sorry.
1: bringing that up every, yeah you beat him by one spot
0: every um, time yeah you know what thanks Justin Allgaier I appreciate that well
2: I just, you're got, listening to this. I just got kicked off of the podcast forever yeah, I just, yeah that's why you got me you sell a gun yeah whatever all right but no we've we've, we've done some big things and we've uh you know last year we finished fifth at Daytona um, and we put ourselves in that position we uh, we've had top 10 finishes. We we finished, you know, last year Charlotte, one of my one of my favorite races. We spun out early in the race. Just I was just ready to jump off the cliff. Just ready to park it and uh, it rained and we have about 30 laps to go. We were restarting like 22nd or 23rd and honestly, I didn't know if we wanted to restart because I felt like we were going to go backwards. We went forwards and ended up 14th. Right. Past Penske cars and past past Stewart-Haas cars and It was you know it's cool and those those moments are the ones that i hope that people watch and people realize hey when when these guys when their stuff is perfect and when everything goes goes you know the way they need it to go they can compete and they can they can do big things and i'm hoping that this year we can really step up our program and and do the same things that that ross shows week in and week out what jd motorsports can do
0: yeah and that's something that maybe the casual fans don't see but people inside the industry definitely see, yeah, and I've I've had a lot of fun racing against you the last few years.
2: Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun, and um, on that JD Motorsports topic, this week I saw a graphic on Race Hub. All four guys that are running both the Cup race and the Xfinity race are all affiliated with JD Motorsports. We got Ross, myself, BJ, BJ and now. then Priest, right. who is in at Junior Motorsports. For this weekend, but obviously had a year with JD, so pretty cool to see, and I, I think Johnny really likes to see that too.
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: all right. Sweet. I, just, is, is, uh, bef- I think before, that was the, is, is that. Is the closing is that the bell? bell?
1: I just want to ask one more thing. Um, do you have anything else planned with Spire uh, this year yet? I, I don't know. Um,
2: they 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 keep telling me to to do my job this week, and and it'll pay off. So I think I'll I'll just I'll do what they tell me to do whatever they tell me to do, and uh, I think um, I'm I'm hoping that there's more opportunities there for sure. I I, I think there will be, but um, I'm just going to take it one race at a time.
1: Cool. Thanks,
2: Garrett. Yeah, thanks, man.
0: I hope I I beat you in the Xfinity race, but I hope you win the Legends race for all of us. I I appreciate it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Tommy. Big thank you to
0: Garrett Smithley for joining us. Big thank you to Diamond Gusset Jeans for all they do for me and for the podcast. Uh, thank you to you for listening. Uh, we're still working on the uh, iTunes stuff. We should be up on there in the next few weeks. Thanks for sticking with us here on SoundCloud. Uh, we're going to be trying to upload it to everywhere you get your podcast over the next few weeks. Stay tuned for that. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Drivers Podcast. Stay tuned. A lot of good things coming up. Thanks for listening.